Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Turn down. Oh shit! You <laughs> <laughs> mute, mute my laptop. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It it be real on the Earth is Ghetto podcast. Real I want to welcome every. <laughs> I want to welcome any of our listeners and anybody who's going to play back this video, uh, play back this um, audio. Um, I really am excited about the first topic. Uh, We've been, um, I'm really glad when we came up with it last night because I feel like it's a topic that a lot of people aren't talking about or are scared to talk about. Um, But of course, welcome to the Earth is Good as podcast. My name is Sid, uh, Sid Witch. Please don't call me a bitch and my amazing co-host. Hey, niggas and friends. It's your favorite Bush queen, Aaron, giving you all the tea and all the shade. <laughs> Ashe. Okay. Um, so first and foremost, um, I feel like everybody who is listening or has been listening knows that we both came from very religious households. Like, ridiculously religious. Like, 6 a.m. devotion, olive oil on the forehead, going to bed greasy. I'm talking like this, this was, this was what it was for real. Um, So I want to just, before we even get into um, the article, and of course, this is about um, whether it's okay to indoctrinate religion onto kids. Before we get into the article, I want to ask you what, when you were growing up and they were, you know, spoon feeding us religion on a daily basis, how do you believe, what was your belief system at the time? Were you, when any, anybody told me these Bible stories, where was your head at? Were you like, that possibly can't be true? Or, uh, or obviously God did that. Like, what, what was your, your headspace when you were kind of listening to all of these Bible stories? It, I was, I've always been a very perspicacious person. Like, I've always just wanted to question everything. I still question mm-hmm. everything. So... When I the first red flags was when I was asking all of these questions, and the first thing that um they would say is, "Oh well, don't question God, just do as He says. Don't just just do it." I'm like, "Okay, but don't you think that's like what this says is kind of fucked up, or this situation is kind of fucked up?" Well, He works in mysterious ways, and just do as it says. Don't question it. I'm like, "But don't you think as Black folks, that's the ultimate form of oppression? Like not to question things, just do as Master said." Well, no, it's not. So. It's just so many contradictions. I'm like, me personally, I feel like when it comes to religion for everyone, even kids, just like college, they should like make that choice for them and to see what what to see what works best for them in the long run. And I think the reason why that point is important because I mean, we always see these little these things on Facebook and Instagram, little kids praying or. Or, you know, trying to rebuke the demons out of their baby dolls and all kinds of like stuff where they're like, oh, how adorable. He said, God, he said that the strength is the Lord's or whatever. And you're like looking at these little kids. And for some reason, growing up, I never thought, oh, that that wasn't the thought process. The only thing I thought to myself is, do they actually get a chance to choose for themselves? Or are they Christians because their parents are Christians and they've been literally telling your two-year-old to pray? Like, for me, I'm sorry. I feel like I was that... told, um, I was told at the age of, like, six about, like, the story of, like, heaven and hell. And I'm like, y'all, like, this is really traumatic. Like, I don't think, I think teaching your kids this is child abuse, in my opinion, mentally. Why the fuck are you telling a five-year-old about burning in hell? And I'm and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be really transparent. 
Um, I feel like a lot of you have been listening knew that my grandparents were pastors and stuff. Jesus, the the things that they would just tell me that that was supposed to be law that wasn't even in the Bible, they would just be like, no, this is what you're supposed to do. It, I, I want to say that it really fucked me up because them talking about hell gave me night terrors until I was about 11 years old. 11 years old. That's a big ass age to be wet in the bed, fucking terrified. I would go ahead and have, I, I would have like what I would think is like a bad thought or like um, a sinful thought. And I would literally have to stop that and be like, I gotta stop and pray because what if I die in the middle of the night and then I don't get to go to heaven because I didn't go ahead and ask God for forgiveness because of the bad thought that I had. Yeah. I, I feel like that's the reason why, you know, Aaron believes that it's abuse. That's not okay for kids to go through. That's literal anxiety 24-7. I grew up preaching in my kitchen trying to find Bible verses that would impress my mom. Like, it, like Jesus. I, I, I feel like I'm only passionate about it because I really was a victim of it. And it took a lot of years for me to not be so fucking terrified all the time. I was basically a teenager. Uh, looks like we have a voice note from Fletch to Death. Um, I was just in the chat talking about atheism versus theism. And, you know, I am an agnostic. And yes, Aaron, I believe in that same vein. Sid, I am in that same vein. I believe that it is a form of child abuse because you are taking away a child's ability to begin to understand the difference between truths and falsehoods to where when they're navigating through their life later on they're going to have issues with folks that are going to be manipulative snake oil salesmen folks that can mess with their concept of reality so i agree um and it's a shame that even when you tell folks hey i'm just being intellectually honest and saying i don't know i don't know if you know i'm not one for absolutes but even that Folks will still get upset with you by you saying, hey, I don't know, but it's strange. It, it, it's, it's strange behavior. Yeah, Weird as thought. humans, as, we're very afraid of our mortality. We are very afraid of just admitting when we don't know things. So the fact, so when I tell people, when people find out that I'm an atheist, it's like the first thing they'll say is, oh my God, but what if you find out that hell is real? It's like, again, it's all coming from fear. I was the same it, way. It like, doesn't oh my show God, their projection. Yeah, it's like it just jumps out like the projection. It's like, are you once again, are you Christian because of fear or are you Christian because you want to be a Christian because you genuinely love God, not being Christian just in case there's a hell? And it tells me, like, <clears throat> are you good and follow Christ and all of those things because you actually want to? <clears throat> or are you doing it because you are in such fear? Because I also want, I want people to understand the fear level that was put into me. Like I literally went to bed with the thoughts of my flesh melting off my body. I felt like it was, I really want people to stop. It was, it wasn't okay for me. I'm telling you as a child that grew up in that shit, it was not okay for me. 
I don't know if I was just too sensitive or my emotions were just too strong or whatever the case was, but hearing that shit and hearing that God is a vengeful God, God is an angry God, God is a jealous God. I'm like, uh. <laughs> what do you want? Okay. I'm five. Like, it, it's, it's, I'm really, I'm really in a space where I do not believe that if I were to ever have children, which by the way is a big question mark at this point, um, if I am ever to have children, I wouldn't, listen, I, I, I'm wondering like, it, because I believe very deeply in African spirituality. And it's something that I practice and it, it's very, it's like if anybody heard our uh, Abatala show, you could tell I'm very passionate about um, African religions and giving it back to black people. But when it comes to my kids, they will see me worship. They will see me do certain things. They will see me lead by example with all of the, uh, with my teachings and the teachings that have come from African spirituality. They'll, they'll see that I um, am a follower of it. But when it comes to my kids, I don't want to just tell you this is the way, Sway. And then you get older and you find out other things and you're just like, well, damn, it seems like my world was really small growing up. Because when I grew, well, when I finally became an adult, I was like, man, my world was really small and I was fucking sheltered. I didn't even know what masturbation was until I was, hear this, 17 years old. No idea. When they finally tried to tell me about sex, they gave me a book. It was really a pamphlet that just said, don't touch them and they shouldn't touch you. And the penis goes into the vagina. Like the last sentence of the book. It's a mess. Girl, I, mean, I, I told you the story about how, and I feel like once again, a lot of black LGBT people can relate, especially like I was homeless for three months because um, my father felt like God told him that he doesn't, and like I, he thought it was a phase, or he thought this homelessness was going to work. Obviously, it didn't. <laughs> but this happens a lot. Like, and then I remember, like, my uncle saying, um, once he found out, he was like, "If you're gay, I I would rather kill you before I let you burn in hell or some dumb ass shit." He was drunk as hell, so I didn't take him seriously to begin with. But this shit happens a lot, um, more often than we like to think. The uh, amount of homeless LGBT people. Is insane. <laughs> and, and a lot of those homeless LGBT people grew up in Christian households with all of these um, quote, quote unquote Christian values about unconditional love, about um, like all of these things that they are supposedly preached. I mean, y'all's Bible is very contradictory. So I, I, I guess I can't be upset that you didn't know what to believe. Um, but you would think that it's, this is supposed to be such a loving quote unquote religion that we that homeless teens wouldn't be coming from Christian households. If if that was really the case, if there all of this love and all of this thing was really real, then we wouldn't end up on the streets. We wouldn't be the the one of the biggest demographics of home in the homeless community. That wouldn't be what's happening. But the statistics tell us that Christians are not. Mm, you know what? Let me listen to the next. And it's one. like it's so funny because. Imagine that. Imagine me going to a homeless person. Like, let's say I'm Christian, right? And I go to a homeless person. Oh my God! Well, just keep praying. You know, God loves you. They're not trying to hear that shit right now. They're trying to get something to eat. They're trying to stay alive. 
I don't believe in this whole suffering to get crumbs, this whole suffering to get things and he'll be there right on time. I'm not trying to hear that shit right now. I don't have a place to stay. Do, do, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, um, I'm so glad that you said that because I remember um, um, my college counselor at Art Institute was this uh, black uh, Christian lady. And I remember after I fought tooth and nail to get into the school, all kind of student loans, just for the school to close down and me not get a degree child, but it's okay. Um, but I remember going to her when I was having financial issues and because it was like a monthly payment of $450 in order for me to stay in school. That's not including the loans that were actually supposed to come afterward. And I was struggling and I'm like, I'm in the dorms. Like, at that time, my mom was not supportive of me going to school for film. So I was living on the dorms and I was like, so now I'm about to be homeless. So I'm going to this lady, I'm pleading with her. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm calling all the numbers. I'm trying to find all of the resource resources. Me and my girlfriends who are also in college, we were so hungry, um, literally just went to a homeless shelter to go get food. Like you see teenagers hopping in the line at the soup kitchen at AI them years. It, it was fucked up. And this lady literally told me, you know what? Give me your hand. We're going to pray and see if we can get <laughs> you some resolve and some peace today. And I was thinking to myself, I could be not in a place with a roof by tomorrow. What's this supposed to do? And also, bitch, do you not think I haven't been praying this whole time? You thought today is when I thought to myself, oh, God, help me. Is that what you thought? Girl, like and it's, it's so hoping and praying, hoping and praying. Girl, I'm tired of that shit. If that's if it works that good, let's pray to NY supremacy. Clearly, that ain't working. If that was the case, why I know people were praying to end slavery when we were slaves. What happened? Ciao. But we do have a piece of the article that I want Aaron that Aaron's gonna um go ahead and read you a little blurb from, um, just so we can get more than this, just this perspective. So studies show that religious children are less able to distinguish fantasy from reality. According to new research from Boston University, young children with a religious background are less able to distinguish between fantasy and reality compared with the secular counterparts. In two studies, 66 kindergarten age children were presented with three types of stories, realistic, religious, and fantastical. The researchers then queried the children on whether they thought the main character in the story was real or fictional. While nearly all children found the figures in the realistic narratives to be real, secular and religious children were split on religious stories. Children with a religious upbringing tended to view the protagonists in religious stories as real, whereas children from non-religious households saw them as fictional. And I'm so glad we, that he found um, that article. Please click on it, read the whole thing. There's a whole lot more information in there. Um, I really feel like I remember one of those things um, really fucking with me, like one of those Bible stories. And it was the Bible story where Jesus fed all of those people with that one piece of fish and the, and the, one, and the, and the one muffin. And um, <laughs> I remember being young and being hungry, right? And not hungry like, oh, I don't get fed. Like hungry like I ate for the sixth time today, but I'm still hungry. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and pray to Jesus. Cause I remember, I, I will never forget. I had um, like a, a leftover lollipop. And I remember there was also a, um, 
one of those uh, cupcakes in the fridge. And I was like, I took the cupcake and the lollipop and I was like, I'm going to pray to God that he's going to multiply all of this for me so I can have more snacks. Okay. Um, and I remember going to my mom after it obviously didn't work. And I was just like, well, it works in the Bible. Why doesn't it work here? If the Bible's true, then it should be true now. And my mom was like, well, they don't, it doesn't work like that. You can't just, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know. But my mom was honest. I thought I was asking the same questions like, okay, but it worked in the Bible. So why isn't it working now? Well, you he, you can't do it when he when you want him to do it. I'm like, okay, but I thought he was all powerful. I'm like, <laughs> well, he is, but just not when you. Again, contradictions. Uh, just things to constantly explain away. And I think for for kids, we are not at, the little kids are not asking for explanations. Okay, and I'm I'm going to be completely real. Before any religion or anything was taught to me, my mother was God before I knew who God was. That lady could have told me fucking anything. Anything. That, mm -hmm. but you know, talk about, oh, that's Bible? Yeah. Anything that came out of that lady's mouth was fucking Bible. So anywhere, so if we were supposed to worship this way or we were supposed to do it this way, I feel like there. I'm just glad my mother was who she was. But that's a lot of power over somebody uh, that we seemingly willingly give over. That's that's like I really don't think that it's something it's we even like be doing kids. It's even like gotten to the point where like when I would ask these questions to my parents when I was younger, like girl, I would get like whippings like, like I was like, why are you whipping no. me? Like it's giving very much slave to master complex. I don't like that. You questioned <laughs> me and I'm upset that I don't have an answer for you. So I beat you instead and tell you about the story of Doubting Thomas. Girl. <laughs> All right, let's get into some of these uh these messages. Wilton. I read an article a few years ago. I don't know if you heard it or not, or read it or not. But it was a um article about a father. He ended up killing his uh child. I believe he was probably like 13 to 14 year old because he was gay. Yep. I read about that too. Yeah, and then I think he told I believe um because he was like, God told me to do it. I was like, see, this is what the fuck I'm talking about. Sometimes, like, I notice okay. that when we do shit, we're so quick to, like, if it's bad, blame it on the devil. And if it's good, say it's God. And quite frankly, I feel like we put a lot of blame on the devil and not question God enough. Child. Yo. <laughs> that is so fucking true. And, and to be honest with you, I'm really in the in the space of mind where it's like, even when I hear parents with, oh, make sure you pray, like even the praying over the food and all the stuff, there's nothing wrong with wanting to believe how you believe. My whole thing is imprinting that upon human beings that you have full control over. Like I said, she was God before I knew who God was. They're going to believe anything that you fucking say. And to be real, and I don't want to be funny, but the Santa Claus, the Easter, but I feel the same way. Why is it when children don't believe in stuff like that, it somehow is taking away their innocence? Why does innocence mean that you're lying to them? Like, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, and uh, just so everybody knows, 
Um, for our uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning show, we actually don't let anybody into the panel um, because <laughs> we, we have to be very, very selective, um, first of all. But then also, we just can't, we have so many topics in such a little time to do it. He got to go to work. I got to go to work. <laughs> so that's the only reason. And I do apologize for that. But we do have pop-up shows where we will actually invite somebody on for that night and things of that nature. So just message us, let us know, you know, and we can take it from there for sure. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, let's listen to some of these voice messages. And yes, please send us voice messages. Let me have a question. Uh, have you ever heard the study that non-religious people and atheists are still religious and that they're more likely to gravitate towards new age stuff or pseudoscience or anti-vaxxing and stuff like that? They said when you level it out, they're just as, uh, believe just as in, in stuff similar to religion. There was a study that was done on this that I found pretty remarkable. So, uh, you know, when people try to make that distinguish, they play that uh, I'm better than you stuff. It's kind of funny. Humans, I think, are hardwired to believe in things that are not necessarily true. I agree and disagree with that um, because and and uh, please um, messages, send us the study. I would love to read it. Um, the reason why I guess I can say I disagree with that, because the people who I see are anti-vaxxers are hardcore right-wing Christians. And I'm talking about the black ones too. They just don't know they're right-wing. <laughs> they just don't know they're conservatives. That's all. <laughs> because of, of racism or whatever. But they, they are. <laughs> they believe all the yeah. same things. All the same shit. Um, and I'm letting you know, it's those people that are saying, I literally had to God told me I can't take that vaccine. Mm -mm, it's not good for me. I've literally <laughs> heard people say that shit. I'm not even going to lie to you. So I feel like I feel like it's probably a lot more on both sides. I feel like maybe I'm sure there are some people who are um, who are atheists who you know will believe in pseudoscience. But I'll be honest with you, um, it's the atheists who literally depend on science for all of their arguments. Like science and everything is usually the basis for all of their arguments. So I'm definitely really interested to to mm. read that study for sure. Uh, Wilton, about what you said about. It worked in the Bible. A lot of people, a lot of Christians will say that it stuff only worked back then because people used to talk to God and you can't talk to God directly now and stuff like that. They'll come up with some BS myths like that. I mean, you know how geez. Christians are, they'll fill in gaps in order for it to make sense. Yeah. I read another article where a man, in both articles I mentioned, this one in the previous uh, message, both fathers are black. But in this other article, I read that a guy, he made his child, he think he was seven or eight years old, pack his bag and left him on the side of the road because he thought his son was gay. What the fuck? It happens, yeah. This, this happens I'm, still to this day. It's really sad. Great rising, everyone. Great rising. Um... To what Aaron said, I absolutely agree. But what I don't like with religious folks is they don't understand that the devil was a part of God. God was not just immaculate and perfect 
to be able to be a human to come here, you have to have both. There's no balance if you keep on knocking down the devil and uh, uplifting God. So um, it's it's no balance there. So the religious people just they just it's a they've been taught to blame anything outside themselves because they're in church looking for God. Outside themselves. Mm. And I'm going to land my mic. Mm. Period. Shout Thank out to Intuitive Goddess Yanza. Yeah, because yeah, really? I would hear, um, I would literally hear people say, oh, the devil took my car. No, girl, them creditors took your car because you were not able to make the payments on time. It's like, girls, <laughs> <laughs> stop making excuses for your own actions. <laughs> And not even, bitch, we could, at least if you want to blame somebody, blame capitalism. What the devil got to do okay, with Okay, capitalism <laughs> took your car, okay? That's the real tea. Bruh, and you know, it's it's so funny. I'm glad that she um, said that. We re- they really are trying to find um, God outside themselves. And uh, for me, as a person who I, and I, I'm, <laughs> I pride myself on trying to be as deeply spiritual as I can because that's what gives me my balance. Um, it's so funny when she says you can't continue to knock down um, the devil and only up- uplift one. And that's one very common strain within African spirituality. Like you need both light and dark. Like when they talk about black magic and dark magic and all that shit, so on and so forth, like it- it's yin and yang. You need both. It's called balance. Um, but they're too afraid to show that they have flaws. That's really what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. You-, you can put the next one. Another thing, too, is I feel like you shouldn't even have to pray. God is real. Jesus is real. You shouldn't even have to pray for food or anything like that. He should, If he sees you hungry, he should just feed you. And that's how simple it should be. You shouldn't have to ask and you have to pray. And I don't understand why black people are the most praying people, yet we go through the most stuff. Girl. <laughs> most prayingest motherfuckers you ever met in your life. We will stop in traffic and pray. Like it don't even something. matter. I had to come out. <laughs> Let me tell you something, because I had to come out twice. The first time, baby, oh my God, we gotta pray. I'm, I'm not lying, Sydney. When I tell you this prayer lasted about an hour and a half. No. An hour and a motherfucking black ass half. Not black ass half. <laughs> <laughs> like girl I and again, again I was young so I didn't know no better because what I should what I would have done now is like girl this shit is stupid girl I got working I'm finna walk away from this but yeah we are very very um, we're so deeply fucking religious we're yeah. so deeply and not even religious we're deeply Christian let me let me be specific we are deeply deeply fucking Christian and and because of your teachings, or at least what you say is supposed to be your teachings, it feels very hateful when an atheist or a, somebody who uh, does voodoo or African spirituality or witchcraft or uh, like anything outside of the 17 million denominations of fucking Christianity. It's like everyone took a verse. No, I don't believe in that one. I believe in this one. We're going to base a whole religion on this one. Let me tell you something. It's so deeply ingrained in black culture. Like when black people found out that I'm an atheist. It's like the end of the motherfucking world. They don't know how. They don't know what to do. It's like, oh my god, uh, you black and an atheist. Oh girl, we can't have that. It's it's crazy. Like even being interested interested in um, I was interested in Taoism and when I was a kid, 
The one thing I can say about my homeschool experience is that anything I wanted a book on, don't read, don't get it. So I was telling her that, you know, I don't really feel comfortable with Christianity anymore. And I really want to explore other religions. This lady didn't say a word. She was like, what book did you need me to buy? So I got a book on like Taoism. Now, I guess she was talking about this at work and her uh, other black Jamaican <laughs> nurses were just like, so you went and you bought her the Duppy book? <laughs> Brad, if you don't know, Duppy means ghost. So, it, so, so as far as they were concerned, she was inviting demons into our house by letting me explore other religions. I want you to think about that for a second. That doesn't feel cult-like. New information is forbidden. I can't even read about it. False gods, false gods worshiping idols. It's I'm false sorry, because if, you say if it's, it's false. to the point. If it's to the point where you can't question it, then that's a red flag, bro. And quite that's frankly, what, that's how I feel. And to be honest, like I told you before, because. Like again, black folks be so shook when they find out that, oh my God, you're an atheist, but you're black and we're supposed to be this. If I'm not interested, I'm no longer interested. In, uh, if the religion isn't committed to ending white supremacy, I don't want to be a part of it. Boom. And if the religion tells me to go ahead and um, to switch to the other cheek when I'm getting beat, African spirituality says you can cuss them motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I put, I'll get a sour job for you real quick. Uh, I'll put you on ice in a motherfucking minute. I don't got to take your shit. That's Period. crazy. Oh, let's suffer. Nah, bruh. Uh, Fletch to death. Something interesting too, to go off of that vein of, you know, Santa Claus, Easter Bunny. I was very lucky to have a mom who just felt that it was just better for me to just have as much honesty as possible i think honesty is love so we really I didn't bet. have those santa claus easter bunny thoughts and maybe she ain't even recognized as a kid it was just like i i, I just wasn't going for the okie doke for that but um <laughs> with that said yeah that you know it's it's just so strange that we will do that to kids and set them up for the idea that well it's okay for you to have an imaginary friend now but, you know, you got to grow out of that. But then when we talk about God, which some people would say, that's an imaginary friend because I can't see him. <laughs> you can't see him. Um, oh, no, you know, no, no, no. He's real. It's just it, it's it's the it's the delusion for me uh, that mm. that just just irks me when it comes to doing. Mm. It's, it's it's true. Uh, intuitive goddess. I don't like. What vexed me is that, because I was one too that was taught to praise everything but my mama's 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 mama, my daddy's 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 daddy. Like we are skipping our ancestors and we're waiting mm. on Jesus, that was the name of the first slave ship, and not actually a person. Like you just it's. It's 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 sad because we're it's waiting. We're, we're we're neglecting when we don't uplift our ancestors, they die. But there is no death. So the more we don't speak about our mamas, 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 we are mm. 
make it, they wither mm. it away. So mm. it's just a joy to uplift the ancestors because that's who's getting me up. Mm-hmm. And that's who created, and, and, and I know God created, but that's who literally created me. Those are the people that I need to venerate. Those are the, like, and I know this is going to sound so silly. I know y'all saw Coco. I know y'all saw Coco. And I remember that, and I know that you remember when his uh, picture was not on the afuera, when the picture was not there, he started to disappear. That's literally what happens to our ancestors when we stop speaking of them. And yeah. we have, and for me, it is, it was so freeing and so powerful to know that I could go ahead and honor the what literally the ones who came before me. I I I feel like and I and I'm not all and I'm also still saying that's we shouldn't teach that to kids either. If you worship how you worship as a parent, but let that child get older and then ask questions and make decisions. Like that, like that should not be. The enemy. Asking questions should not be the enemy. When you get into a religion and if you ask too many questions and people start to get upset, I don't want to be in that religion no more. Yeah. I just, I just, I honestly don't. That's just not where I'm at. Um, okay, so we're going to go ahead and uh, switch gears um, a little bit. Okay, so... I'm really glad that um, we decided to um, do this topic as well. Oh my goodness. I hope everybody has watched The Handmaid's Tale because we are, um, we're literally watching it in real time. The, the, the trans bill in Texas, the, the um, like all of these different bills that are my God, it look, feels like the only reason that women and folks of color are not in chains yet is because there's just other states <laughs> that wouldn't allow it. But we're like on our way to reversing everything that was freedom. Like, oh, honestly. let me tell you, because we're going to be in the Jim Crow era in a few weeks. Oh, oh did something else happen? No, I could just say <laughs> at the rate that we're going. Oh, you scared me. I'm like, going. oh my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. At the rate that we're going, girl, the blink of an eye, I could see it getting there. Oh, <laughs> um, I mean, think about it. They are right now in um Florida schools. They don't they're trying they're anti-woke culture. So we're not supposed to talk about uh, like anything having to do with race, apparently, because they're so afraid of critical race theory which isn't even taught in schools, it's taught in colleges, it's still taught in colleges, that hasn't changed. Um, and it's insane. So we just have another crazy bill. We have another crazy bill that passed. Um, and that's a base, I'm calling it the atopic pregnancy bill because those are the ones who are 100% going to die um, from this bill. So what I'm gonna have Aaron do now is he's gonna go ahead and play a video um, where we're gonna have the actual bill explained. It is, it's been really, Jesus, I'm so scared for people in Missouri. What are they going to fucking do? At this point, for the bill that they have in Missouri, there's no exception for rape victims, for uh, incest victims. And now there's not even an exception for atopic pregnancies. Um, If you don't know what an atopic pregnancy is, it is a, um, a pregnancy outside of the uterus. A lot of times it's in the fallopian tubes. Letting that grow in a space that cannot stretch 
causes hemorrhaging. What do you think the mortality rate is for that? All right, anyway. Well, we're not talking about Texas today. And no, we're not talking about Oklahoma again either. Today, we are visiting the state of, drum roll please, Missouri, where a state lawmaker has introduced a bill that would make the removal of an ectopic pregnancy illegal. And under this bill, not only would it be illegal, it would be criminalized. For those of you who don't know, an ectopic pregnancy is when the fertilized egg implants outside of the uterus. Just in case you were wondering, a fertilized egg cannot exist outside of the uterus. And if left untreated, not only can it damage other organs, but it can also cause internal hemorrhaging, posing a great risk to the person who was pregnant. As if the hits just don't keep on hitting. In a follow-up session, when the person who proposed the law was asked, do you understand the treatment of an ectopic pregnancy? He said, on camera, no, I do not understand that procedure. Stop giving men microphones. Ultimately, this bill is terrifying and incredibly dangerous. And if you live in Missouri, please call your representatives. Oh, Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. I don't, I don't know if you guys have watched, but you should. <laughs> um, we are seeing the, the very beginnings of the foundation of it. I mean, can I really say the beginnings? It's been going on. Um, they finally succeeded in overturning Roe versus Wade. They're going to succeed, and they've succeeded in passing all of these anti-gay, anti-trans, anti and anti-Black bills. And I will also say this, and I just want, and nobody needs to celebrate after I say this. Do you know that the bill that makes lynching a hate crime just passed? Like, like a week ago. Like, I'm not even joking. Look it up. Yeah, they basically there has said, been like <laughs> they said, I hundreds guess. Hundreds yeah. of entries. Bro, hundreds of entries to make lynching. A hate crime, simply just making lynching a hate crime. And that literally went through in 2022. Where's this there, there, there is, there's absolutely no progress. And I believe I actually have the video that she spoke of where um, in, for uh, Congress, um, we have uh, two little um, mini videos that I wanna also go ahead and play just to give us a little bit more <sighs> insight run what planet is there left to go to they're like like what are, what are we gonna do guys where, where are we going is somebody 411ing the aliens because Look, if I, you tell uh, the i'm gonna go to uh what's that planet i don't know if you uh this show called raised by wolves and they go to uh planet kepler i'm gonna go to that motherfucking planet that is a good <laughs> motherfucking show i encourage everyone to watch it on hbo max if you got it Listen, I actually was supposed to start that the other day and I haven't started it yet. But honestly, at this point, I'll take any planet. Or or an asteroid, whatever. This can't continue. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but go ahead, go ahead. You know how the treatment for ectopic pregnancies work? Uh, no, I do not. You don't, okay. Uh, you know, you stated that um, women can get treatment for an ectopic pregnancy. Absolutely. Okay. Um, do you know how you know how the treatment for ectopic pregnancies work? Uh, no, I do not. You don't. Okay. Yeah, girl. 
this was in this was literally in like in Congress. This conversation was going on, and this guy is basically saying that he wants to stop stop murder within the womb. But ectopic pregnancies don't even happen in the womb. Otherwise, it wouldn't be an ectopic pregnancy. The fuck are we talking about? Um, and to be honest with you, do you know he was actually talking about putting death the death penalty on the table for abortion? Death ten to thirty death penalty. He says we have to revise our legislation, but that's not off the table right now. What's on the table is you can get ten to thirty years in prison for having an abortion in Missouri right now. I wish we had a bigger platform because I want to know. I want to ask Missouri how y'all doing. What's 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 going on? Like, are y'all moving? Is everybody it's, on a plane? Like I keep saying this. People are going to do what they want to do regardless anyway. All this is going to do is have some more underground shit happen. People are still going to have abortions. They're going to do it anyway, which is going to make it even more dangerous for the mother and the child. Bruh. It's just, it's it's insane to me. If you know you have those moments where you're watching something, just turning around to the rest of the people and everybody's all fucking calm. And you're like, you don't see this shit? And it, it's crazy. I, do you know how many women uh, that I know, in it, like there's um, women that I know in Texas and Missouri who went ahead and had their husbands have vasectomies because they don't want any more children. And if they were to actually end up um, getting pregnant, they would be end up going to jail. Oh, by the way, Missouri outlaws out-of-state abortion. So if you have an abortion and you live in Missouri, you got to move. <laughs> no, uh... literally. Like if your job and your home and everything still says Missouri and you go get an abortion in another state and somebody finds out, they can sue you for $20,000. And by the way, anybody can sue you. It doesn't have, it's not the state that can sue you. Somebody just knows about the abortion. They can sue you for money in Missouri. Yep. Oh my <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I'm not even gonna try and pronounce it shit. You know what? I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't want to butcher your name, but this voice now. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for having this talk. It's very interesting. I think it's okay to your question in the title, depending on the religion. If it's a monotheistic religion, absolutely not. Children should be protected from this as a positive. Um, if you're holding a book in high regard and teaching this to children, that you're going to be tortured to death if you don't do this. This is a textbook mm. example of child abuse if you're threatening children with torture. Um, mm -hmm. Also, um, such a homophobic, misogynistic, um, genocidal um, uh, being of this, in the center of these, these, these books, these religions, uh, I'm completely against it. Uh, and I don't believe that you should have these Bibles uh, at levels where children can just reach up in a library or a bookshop, for example, uh, this should be hidden away, uh, uh, just like pornographic magazines. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, no, I, you had me up until hide it away. I don't feel like any information should be hidden away. I feel like they should have access to all information. I have a bigger problem with the indoctrination. It would be one thing if they just decided, oh, I want to pick up the Bible and read a Bible verse and ask a question. Because once they ask that question, whatever is going on in the Bible is true. Whatever is going on in the Bible is Bible. 
that that's the problem that I have. You, we can't just be him. Like this is a book that was written for a group of people, and you, there's books that are written about all kinds of groups of people. A lot of people have different religions. I don't want to deny information. My issue is the indoctrination. Uh, Fletch to death. And that's the thing that always kills me. You'll find people that say they are pro-life, which I honestly think they're just pro-birth, will want pro-life, but then are all right with the death penalty. It's like, oh, okay, so instead of allowing someone to make the decision to not bring a person into this into this world you're going to make them bring that person to this world and, and you know and if they do and if if they have circumstances that push them into a place that would have them put into prison um being brought in with trauma and abuse and all that stuff well yeah then just go on and kill them i find that so backwards it's so crazy to me absolutely contradiction Look, this is gonna sound this is gonna sound really fucked up, but I'm a realist, so I'm just gonna say it. We are selfish human beings. We really don't give a fuck about life like that, each other's lives like that. We be the same people who be so pro quote unquote life be the same people driving by homeless people pretending like they don't see them. So at what age does that life at what age do you stop giving a fuck about that life? When they turn three, when they turn twelve years old and being shot by police? I'm confused. Mm. I, it's so crazy because I feel like the people who are so anti-abortion are the ones that are usually the most violent. Like the like like it, it it's really fucking violent. Like you're, oh, I will kill you for going against my belief. That doesn't sound violent to you. It's like and then what's worse like, is they use this called like pro-life pro-life versus pro-choice and i think they use those words to make the other side feel bad because let's be honest like it's not pro-life it's not these be the same folks kicking their kids out for being queer and homeless or like again like pretend like they don't see homeless people the foster care system is through the roof right now and it's and it's such a dangerous place for children to be so it's so crazy that all of these people are also anti-abortion none of them have adopted very small percentage of the ones that have actually have adopted children to get them out of this system because they say adoption is a great way out do you know how many kids that we're seeing especially now on tiktok because they're grown now talking about their experiences in foster care talking about how they wish they had never been born nobody should have ever went through that going from house to house trying to just like at this point she little kids should have like steel underwear to go into these fucking foster homes that's how disgusting it is and it's regular and you would rather go ahead and have a child be subject to that. So are you pro, so you're pro-life, but not pro-quality of life. That I, I don't, I'm sorry. It's the, the hypocrisy, the constant contradictions, because a lot of these Christians are the first ones to be like, oh, go back to your own country. Um, all kinds of hateful, fucked up shit. They be believe a lot of different things. And they're the fir first ones when we say my body, my choice, we'll go ahead and say that that's not our body, our choice. But then when we talk about vaccines, all of a sudden my body, my choice is valid. That's what, like, yeah, we don't, we're full of shit, all of us humans. <laughs> we, we, we don't give a fuck about each other. We don't give a fuck about each other like that. We really don't. We, we are really selfish don't. human beings. And even if we do give something to someone, we, it's not going to be, we're going to make sure that we still good at the end of the day. That's, that's, 
Oof, I'm telling you. Are you gonna pay Let's for that just... mother's you gonna pay for that mother's health care bills to make sure that that life mm. can actually come out successfully? And and also, does that mean that they we can that they can start um charging um um child support once they find out that they're pregnant? It's a life, it's a child. So it's Where's like, yes, support? it's like stop with this pro-life shit. You don't, we don't care about life like that. I know it sounds fucked up, but I'm just being honest. We are selfish I, human beings. There's proof that we don't care about each other like that. Like you see it every single fucking day. Do you see what happened in Ukraine? In Ukraine and how these people are being fucking basically murdered by the Russians, but then the Ukrainians still had time to be racist to, to African students? And let's really not, <laughs> the people using the Bible, let's not even get into the conversation about the babies that were killed in the Bible as well. I'm sorry, he flooded a whole world. Wouldn't, I'm sorry, if he's all about like birth and, and, and babies being alive, wouldn't if he like made sure to gather all the pregnant women? It wouldn't have been just like, what are we? Contradiction. And to the world. <laughs> I'm just, uh, it, it really is ghetto. It, it's so ghetto. It's ghetto. It's dusty. I can't do it. Fledged to death. And with that said, with these people that want this pro-life, and again, a lot of it will be people who are religious or, if you will, are Christians. So they want the people to have the kids. But then when it comes to these foster care and, and adopting and trying to take care of these children, they don't have nothing to do with them. Where Where's the Christianity there? Where's the humanity there? Since you want everybody to have all these kids. Bruh. Bruh. Vladimir Putin. <laughs> What's going on? How y'all doing today? Hang on, you're what's going, up? Man. What's up? What's up? Wilton. What I don't understand is what is with these lawmakers' problem with people having abortions. If someone wants to terminate the pregnancy, I don't understand what the issue is. There's so many reasons why they may want to do that, but I don't understand why they want to take control of somebody else's body. Like, what is the point? Because, girl, let me tell you, I'm so so sick of these old ass. Like, that's the thing. Let's start with the fact that a lot of these people in Congress ain't got but two weeks left to live anyway. Get these old <laughs> ass people out of here. Bro, you know what? I, I read an article the other day that said that people uh, people from the ages of 60 to um, 80, whenever they go apply for jobs, there's a natural, um, like for people who are hiring them, they just feel like those people in that age group are, have like mentally declined. But then for some reason, they're all of our Congress people. They're everyone who's making a decision. They're the president. And I'm just like... Like you have people in Congress that was alive during the Jim Crow era and even before that. Oh, yeah, they got one foot in the grave, the other one on a banana peel waiting on a gust of wind. Making decisions for the American people, quote unquote. And we know who they're talking about when they say that. Um, we, we know exactly who they're talking about. It's not even code anymore, by the way. Healing Moon. Grand Rising to Aaron and Sid. Earth is Ghetto podcast ectopic pregnancy bill passed i looked this up before i came into your room i saw your title um and i wanted to be a little more informed i do want to state that whoever came up with this bill is a moron because an ectopic pregnancy can be deadly in fact it is deadly um 
An ectopic pregnancy does not mean it's a successful pregnancy. It is a stuck pregnancy. And when the baby grows, guess what? It's going to kill mom. So congratulations to all of the nutcases that supported and um, passed the bill. So mm. They passed it, by the way. I think I forgot. I don't know if it was passed, though. That's the thing. I'm going to look more into this. Yeah, they passed it. If if you if you find something else, I know I'm I'm sure people are trying to fight the bill, but it's also Missouri, where Ozarks is. Like, aren't you too busy like laundering money? Like, what are you doing here? Why do you have? Why are you making all of these choices? Like, I don't understand. Girl, we're going back to the Stone Angels, Bruh, You know we are, Wilton. These congressmen, these these white these white men, they they definitely hate women. Mm. That's all it is. <clears throat> Thank you for saying it. There are people out there that think CPS is a good thing. DHS is a good thing. CWS is a good thing for children. That the foster care system is a beautiful place for children that don't have a home. A loving home. One of the strongest advocates that run child sex rings, child pornography rings, is through the foster care system, through these homes. Bruh. Say and again. DHS knows about it and doesn't do a fucking thing about it. Because guess what? A lot of the time, they are behind it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, I hope everybody heard what she just said. I really do. Um... Shimaria, you who? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, boo. Yes, Miss Sid, I, I do agree with uh, you on what you just said about um, uh, the Ukrainians. People are dying and they're preoccupied with uh, they can still be racist. Um, this is a very racist country, by the way. Uh, I agree with you. Oh, thank you for that, boo. And, and, and honestly, it sucks because that's how fucked up we are as human beings. Everybody remember that scene from the matrix <laughs> when um, like, I feel like every time we are plugging into a system where we are just literally a virus, we just absorb resources. And then we just after, and after we take every little bit out of it, we just move to the next place to go ahead and do that. I'm just like, if we do have a moon colony, are we gonna fuck that up too? Can we fuck up the moon environment too? I feel like we'll find a way. Well, what's his name? Um, you have celebrities out here trying to buy planets. What's that nigga name? Uh, Lil Uzi Vert. Oh, oh, oh my God. Are you talking about that nigga with the diamond in the middle of his forehead? Yes, yes. Didn't that shit get stolen? <laughs> we have motherfuckers out here trying to colonize planets. I said, all right, I got to get out of here. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm really okay. done. Really Personally, I don't think, and I'm not saying anyone in here is saying this. However, obviously, the anti-abortion versus abortion conversation has been happening for quite some time on many platforms. And I've heard it all. For me... Abortion shouldn't be used as birth control. There are people out there that use it as birth control and that can become life-threatening to the person using it as birth control. Um, and it's just unnecessary. 
However, the rest of the topic on abortion, I think abortion should not be outlawed. Like the person said that came through, there are various reasons why someone would get an abortion. Um, And the fact that it's becoming illegal and even a felony, this is fucking insane. Bro, and I will say that um, I don't disagree with you, but I feel like that's not really anti-abortion when we say I don't want abortion to be used as birth control. I don't think that's anti-abortion. I think that's pro-sexual health. I think there's a lot of things that we don't talk about in um, in in sex ed that if we did a lot of people who would use it as um, birth control would know how dangerous it is. I feel like so I feel like it's more of a lack of education than anything anti-abortion. Does that make Mm. sense? Mm. Okay, Uh, Wilton. This is random, but I do want to see that somebody had one foot in the grave and one on a banana peel and see that fall in the grave. (laughs) Somebody should record that. (laughs) (laughs) good morning what an excellent topic for podcast um you know what i noticed um there's some a little bit of inconsistency with the science behind it all if you were to take a specimen and look at it through a microscope you would deem that as a living specimen or a live organism but when it comes to pregnancy and, and everything like that, it, it just gets so subjective and technical. Oh, you know, it's not considered a life until it reaches a certain gestation. Blah, blah, blah. Like, how come there's such inconsistency with that considered being a life? I mean, hell, even sperm is considered life, if that's the case. If, I mean, sperm is a living organism. But when it comes to just the gestation period, not so much, I guess. I mean, like, I'm just noticing the, the pattern of, of uh, inconsistency when it comes to that. Have you have you noticed that also? Or, or no? no, I've definitely um, noticed. Um, I, I Yeah, I've definitely noticed that. But I feel like. I feel like the argument over when life is conceived and so on and so forth and all that good shit, I feel like. It's. I feel like the only reason there's inconsistencies is because there are people who believe that literally as soon as it is the dot, as soon as it is the embryo, officially life is formed. But like you said, if that's the case, then sperm is life. So when every time I, I go ahead and suck someone off and I spit it out, I just murdered this kid? <laughs> okay. I was you, just you know what I'm saying? I was just about <laughs> to say, girl, was just beating my dick the other day. <laughs> you just, so you kill, yo, you are a murderer, Aaron. Oh my God. You're a murderer. <laughs> Yo, not y'all fucked up. Oh my god, uh, <laughs> bitch! That, it, it felt good, bitch, doing that. So I don't know what to tell you. I guess all oh, the men are going to hell. I hate you, Shim Shimariahu. Oh yeah, you got to tell me how to pronounce your name so I can stop doing that. There is a um, user on stereo. I'm not going to mention the name, um, but. They said, profess to be Christians, and he clearly said that if his if his wife was raped, he would expect her to to keep the child. Um, he also said people with w- women who take uh, Plan B, the morning after pill, uh, if that's in a state which carries the death penalty uh, for murder, if a woman takes the morning after pill, Plan B, she should face the death penalty. I'm not exaggerating.
plan B? I, uh, oh my God. It's also important to note that uh, even if a woman does have a, uh, like a late stage pregnancy, yes, uh, I, I doubt that the woman's um, laughing and joking and, uh, and happy, uh, this could be an extremely traumatic um, experience for her. It, it can destroy her for the rest of the, her life, you know. Bro, they don't now, see it like that's that. the part. Because do you know how many women have had late stage pregnancies and find out that the baby is going to be born with its brain outside its body, that it's not viable for life, and that to go ahead and actually birth? Oh, my God. They don't even know how traumatizing and fucked up it is. They, they, they really don't know. Healing. For anyone that wants to look at the bill themselves, you can find it on house.mo.gov. The bill is is number 2810. Thank you. Thank you for that healing room. Well said. I actually saw a documentary that talked about abortions, like more back alley abortions. There were a few there was one woman, she said she got probably about Oh, I think like eight or nine abortions. I think it was more than that. I saw this on YouTube. Do you know anybody who ever had an abortion? Oh, that's absolutely. I've I've had one. <laughs> I've had one. Absolutely. And by the way, it wasn't something that was laughing and joking and just so wonderful to go ahead and do. By the way, it was it was fucked up. Um, and I do not regret it. I don't. How Sorry. dare you? You're going to die in hell. That was an innocent life. Oh, my God. I, I, I was eight weeks. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Wilton. I have one aunt who had an abortion. Mind you, this was years ago, over 100 years ago, and she died from an abortion, but she probably had it done by a woman they probably didn't know what she was doing because she bled to death, basically. That's what's going to happen when this law passes. There's going to be a lot more women who are dying like his, uh, uh, like his relative 100 years ago. Because that's where this bill is putting us. People need to understand these type of bills is what is going to cause death. The trans bill is going to cause death. It's going to cause suicide. There's women who are going to die from atopic pregnancies because you outlawed the medicine that could go ahead. Like, oh, my God. What are we? What are we gonna do? It's like these <laughs> what are we gonna do? Like making these laws, the people making these laws have no critical thinking skills. I swear, like they don't think about this stuff. They just do it or because a basis again, in biology. <laughs> like it's really sad. Uh, uh, like girl, if I if I had power, let me stop. I can't say that on this app. Oh shit! <laughs> okay, <laughs> after the show. After the show, Aaron. Uh, healing moon. <laughs> I don't know if this is your guys' first episode for your podcast series, Earth is Ghetto, but I just want to say that I love your podcast series name. It's very catchy. Um, in fact, that's what I noticed first. So please continue with this series because, hey, I'll listen in. If I'm on stereo, I'll come through. Oh, thank you so Thank you, Healing Moon. And also we're on Spotify. So you can just look up Earth is Ghetto on Spotify and you can see all of our previous episodes as well. So 
Thank you for the support. I like what she had to say. Let me follow her. For real. So let's go ahead and move on to the next topic. And I'm going to go ahead and let you lead this one because you were, uh, because I honestly hadn't really thought of it in this way. Um, if you don't know, you know, Aaron and I are both very passionate. He, him even more so, that, that nigga about it. Um, <laughs> breaking down the, the structural slavery that really is capitalism. And I feel like we are trying so hard just to keep up with our bills that we don't have time to worry about our mental health. There are yeah. so many people. Go ahead. I was like, I agree. Like, it's really, it's getting really bad, y'all. Like, I am working three jobs and I'm barely getting by with that. Like, I'm I'm very, I'm very exhausted and I'm just sick of it. it I've never wanted to, like, leave this planet so bad. Like, luckily I have a therapist. Like, if I didn't have a therapist, I don't think I would be here right now because... Child, this, same. This same. whole, this whole quote unquote lie, like living this American dream. You go to school, then you get a good job. It's bullshit. I'm sorry. Like, and then you have fucking billionaires exploiting the fuck out of people. Can't pay them sick leave, Jeff Bezos, when they have COVID. Like, it's a mess. And so, when I say stuff like this, oh, well, you're just lazy, and people just don't want to work, and this generation just don't like going to work. Bitch, people are quitting their jobs because they can't pay the bills with the fucking job that they have. I'm sick of hearing yeah. this whole, people just don't want to go to work anymore. Nigga, they're going to better paying jobs if they can do that, depending on what they look like. Or they're living off the grid saying, fuck your bills. Like, like people are really exploring their different fucking choices nowadays. And I, I was actually just thinking when you were you were talking like how many times not having money and being hungry because both Aaron and I have been homeless. I've been homeless several times. Child, the life I live. Um, and oh my God, like, you know what a mental, what a mental fuck that is to never feel like you can even have a place to stay for a little while. You fucking couch surfing. You ain't got shit. And then you still have a job that you go and shower at the gym for because there's no other place for you to wash your ass. You have to have a gym membership just so that you can wash your fucking ass. It's amazing. All because I was trying to stay off the pole. I should have went on the pole. Honestly, I just, <laughs> I, did, I did all that to stay off the pole. I could have went on the pole and probably been okay. <laughs> I think more and more people are waking up now because I'm hearing this a lot. And it seems like the only people who are saying things like people just don't want to work anymore are coming from people in Congress or millionaires and or people who have some type of privilege. People are waking up and people are realizing that as a whole, working class people have power if we all came together. When the beginning of pandemic happened, people was like, fucking shit up. These big ass corporations, rich ass corporations. Oh my God! What they, they ain't deserve the Gucci store ain't deserve the Gucci store ain't do nothing to y'all, Yo, bitch. I, the Gucci I store will be never just fine. Forget <laughs> when, I will never forget when Shekinah brought her black ass to her live and into my eye holes to go ahead and cry over the Gucci store. Why would you loot the Gucci store? Gucci ain't done nothing to you. When Gucci and Louis Vuitton have like historically, when I've seen like black celebrities go in there that they don't recognize. 
um, oh, they, they treat them like shit and think they don't got no money. I don't know why they decide to spend money in the store after that. I think that's fucking stupid. But they don't respect us. You care about the Gucci store more than you care about George Floyd's death. You care more about FDI insured companies because we can't replace people. We can replace fucking buildings. <laughs> I, I, people, listen, that uh, shit had people are waking up and realizing, hey, I'm working 60 to 80 hours a week and still can't pay my bills. I'm working two to three jobs and still can't pay my bills. And you'll, people are waking up and saying, hey, you're doing you're not doing that much work but you're making a shit ton of money meanwhile i'm doing all this work for you and i'm beginning crumbs people are sick of that and people i i i would give it 10 more years before something happens i'm not going to describe it because girl i'm radical as hell but <laughs> <laughs> please don't bring the fbi to our doors we just started to stop okay listen i don't need no problems I, okay um messages Yes, sir. I agree with you about the American dream, um, what you said. There are countries around the world, second world countries, um, where they have a job, they have a house, they have a family, they have a car. Uh, and this is not even a dream. This is like what should should be, you know. Um, I've never understood it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, you know, socialists obviously get a really bad rap. But for me, socialism is that anybody can be rich, but nobody can be poor. And I'm and, even more past that. You better off than what I'm Oh, yeah, I'm listen. Aaron's like, <laughs> eat the rich, fuck all these billionaires. And to be honest with you, I'm not really far from it because I really don't feel like anybody should amass that amount of wealth because we know exploitation got them there. In a certain sense, I I'm just going to be real with you, you know. Um, healing Moon. These motherfuckers even covered making it illegal for trafficking sex trafficking victims from getting abortions so not only are these women being raped by suitors they have to carry those motherfuckers babies wow handmaid's wow. tale you said it handmaid's tale stone ages bro and, and you know what, Healing Moon, you actually just reminded me of the fact that not only um, is it going to be human trafficking, but anybody who even, but the, that 10 to 30 years, it's now a felony. Like, it doesn't matter who you are. You could have driven them. The Uber driver, they called an Uber to take them to the clinic. If anybody knows that you, that Uber driver took you to the clinic to go do that, they can put that man in jail. They can sue him. And now they're making us keep the human trail. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, Earth's really fucking ghetto. Wow. Okay. Wilton. What we need to do is we need to overthrow the government and <laughs> get some new order around here. That's what we need to do. Scratch it and start again. Because <laughs> when it comes to like as an abolitionist, like, here's my thing. I personally don't believe that we should take, like, needs and make a profit off of it. I believe, I think we should abolish rent. I think we should abolish mortgage. We have more open homes available than homeless people. That's a problem to me. The, abol the abolition of private property, that's what I'm talking about. 
I mean, and think about all of those homeless people who, because everybody just thinks homeless people are just on drugs. As a person who was homeless and homeless for a long time, um, I was going to school. I was going to work. Nobody even knew I was fucking homeless. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. <laughs> like, my God. And you've got people who are rationing their fucking insulin, dying. They're rationing their insulin because insulin's so fucking expensive. Yeah, In other are... countries where healthcare is a right and not a privilege, insulin is free. People are making life and death decisions like, hey, do I want insulin or do I want to put food on the table? Like, this is how bad it's getting. And I feel like we are looking at people who are in poverty and just thinking, well, hey, I didn't tell you to get that job. I saw um, some senator, I don't even remember which state it was, and, a, and it was a black man. How disappointing. Getting up there talking about, I love my low-skilled workers. Bring me your chefs. You're, bring me the... Uh, I said, are you motherfucking kidding me? Because, you know, just a little while ago, they were your essential workers. Mm. And then okay. I hear people. I hear people say, "Well, if people flipping burgers can get a minimum wage, if they can raise their minimum wage, then I should be. Then they need to raise mine." I'm like, "Absolutely! What you think you're making Duh! now is not. You, thank you for proving my point. What you think that you are making now, doctor or what, whoever you are, you should be making more than that. Just like the person flipping burgers." This is my point. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the barista. I don't care if you're flipping burgers. I don't care if you are a waitress. I don't care if you're a chef. A chef is a low-skilled worker. I was like, yo, I took that shit personally. Um, like, all of those things are very essential and very needed, and everybody deserves... It should be a right to take care of your fucking family. That should be a right. You shouldn't have to go ahead and figure out... Uh, how to at 35 years old I have to go back to school to go do something else because I'm not making enough money here and then go put yourself back into debt to go get a degree that now you got to pay back the money for on top of trying to live do you see how that doesn't make sense do you know that it would cost only it would cost 80 billion dollars to give everyone in this country free education where are you gonna get the money from but you can put 700 billion to the military do you see what I'm saying do you know how many much billions we give into the police? You have the fucking money. You just this education yeah. system is a scam. They are taking it's all about the money. And we know it's a scam because we look in other socialist countries where it works. Everybody always wants to bring up Venezuela, but they don't bring up like, you know, all of the other countries where it works and works beautifully and has been working for a long fucking time. Hundreds of countries. So it's like, it, and they're like, oh, well, those countries are smaller. They won't be able to do it. We are bigger and have more capital. Why wouldn't we be able to do it? You just don't want to take money away from your military and your police. That's really what it boils down to. But you will defund education real quick. Betsy DeVos. <laughs> yeah, teachers don't get paid shit. <laughs> Bro, teachers taking on part-time jobs, summer jobs. Uh, you're a teacher. Listen, you know, we're not going to get into how fucked up i feel like the whole thing is for teachers that shit's motherfucking disgusting i'm sorry uh wilton i'm down for actually doing that like overthrowing the government <laughs> just i don't want to do it by myself yo wilton about it about it <laughs> he's like Look, aaron let me know what day and time like i just feel like we need to this is again 
we need to get to know our neighbors and just be accountable to them and like your communities. Like if an eviction happens, defend the people who are getting evicted. Abolish private property, right. ab- abolish landlords, abolish like all of these things that we need. Like needs, people are making a profit off of. That's a problem. I, I feel like housing should be a right. You have a right to have a roof over your head. You don't have a right to luxury, but you have a right to a roof over your head. You, you have a right to food in your fridge. You have a right to be able to pay all your bills. And they love saying, oh, we, we're the richest country and we got so much money. And these other third world countries, to be honest, America is a third world country too. It just got good credit. L- listen, one, somebody told me the other day that this country is third world. We just have a Gucci belt on. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Bro, I'm saying healing moon. There are people out there that would defend something like this, even for sex trafficking victims. And even if they weren't trafficked, rape victims saying, oh, I kept my baby in the best decision ever. And I don't abuse my baby, blah, blah, blah. But bitch, you had a choice, a choice, the power of choice to keep your baby it wasn't forced upon you oh it's like apples and oranges girl i know listen is the vein popping in your forehead like it is mine i got it (laughs) it's it's not getting any better either for all of the new people in the room the title has been changed which i think it's good awesome I support Aaron and Sid. This is their podcast. Um, Previously, they were speaking about House Bill number 2810 in Missouri. You can find that at house.mo.gov. It was passed. Mm, It's crazy what's covered in there, in that bill. It was passed. It was passed. And, um, And for everybody in the room, I... I'll be honest with you. Are you petrified the way I'm petrified? Especially those that have uteruses. That means I can be raped. This is why, this is one of the bad things about me being like someone who's always questioning and always overthinking everything because Mm. I feel like I'm born in the wrong time era sometimes. Like, girl, is this the right right planet? Because I don't feel like Am I in the Twilight Zone? Because that's what it's giving. I, bro, I am. I like when I used to think to myself, damn, I need to, I would need to be born in a different time. I now know what era. I should have been born pre colonization. Pre colonization in Africa, that's where I should have been born. Just black. That's and the queer era that hell. I want to go back to. I'm with the girl in Africa before colonization, black and queer as hell, minding our fucking business. But, yeah. Minding our black ass business, just chilling. Like, this, <laughs> this is not okay. Uh, Wilton. What I would like to do if I was in government and had any type of power, I'll definitely make the economy how it was back in the 1940s and 50s, where people were able to afford their own homes and cars with only one job instead of having to deal with all this mm. stuff that we got going on. But yeah, too many greedy people throughout this whole world. Not just this country, but throughout this whole world, that just mm. willing to crap on people to get wherever they want. 
and to get whatever they want. And it's um, also funny that it's people that were born in that era, the 40s, 50s, and 60s, are the ones telling us to get our shit together. When they were able to only have one job. When they were able to go ahead and buy a house. Listen, I heard one of my homegirls told me her grandmother bought her house for $7,000. Nigga. Nigga, I'll, I'll spend $7,000 in like five months on rent, four months on rent. What are we talking about? And then you want to tell me to go have babies too? Right. People like, Bruh. people in order to barely, still barely get by when it comes to like apartments and stuff, you like everyone, ain't no such thing as living by yourself anymore at this point. <laughs> you can't live by yourself. Unless you, can't... you are going to another state that maybe it's cheaper, but then you're probably under the guise of this. Missouri is very cheap to live. Like the, well, like, but they also pay really low, by the way. That's why it's so cheap to live. Do you see how fucked up that is? No one actually is ever getting ahead. But for me, it's like the only way to, for me to like try and live cheaper is for me to be like, I got to move to another state, but keep my mobile job that pays me amount of this amount of money so that I could live in that state comfortably. That's what people are doing. People are trying to get mobile jobs and move to other states where it, the cost of living might be a little bit cheaper. Do you know how many people are leaving out of like California and like New York? In all these big cities. Bro, they are coming in droves and they come into Denver, okay? Making everything more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> okay? And they're going in droves to Texas. Huge droves to Texas. And I was just like, why? <laughs> I know it's cheaper to live and everything. But girl, you know what's going on in Texas? Girl. But, but yeah, um, yeah, housing justice is abolitionist work. It's not about... um. This is where, again, my radical side, quote unquote, it's not about mm -hmm. making housing affordable for everyone. It's about the abolition of rent, the tenant, mortgage, private property, landlords, housing for everyone. Yep. <laughs> I don't, and they're never going to do that. Oh, that's not, that's Unless just, that's, they're not going to do that. Well, even if the apocalypse come, even if an asteroid is heading towards us, they're still going to capitalize off of that. Watch Don't Look Up, and you'll see that <laughs> on Netflix. Oh, they try no. to make money off that asteroid. <laughs> you know, I think there's, like, diamonds on the asteroid, so we were going to move it, but let's get the money first. They had the, they had the perfect opportunity to blow that asteroid up that was heading towards Earth. And they said, you know what? We love capitalism so much that we're going to try to make a profit off of it and risk out, and they all the motherfuckers died. <laughs> right <laughs> yo if anybody hasn't seen don't look up on netflix that shit was quite the ride tyler perry played his part to a t uh <laughs> healing moon dang the way they have this law set up it's like anybody can go to prison for helping even seeing it and not reporting it this is not america guys this has become socialism. Mm. And they took our rights away slow, incrementally. Mm. This is what we this is what we've come to. This is sad. It's so sad, so unfortunate. It shouldn't happen. We all should have a choice. Where there is a risk, there must be a choice. 
Uh, oh my god, I'm just beside myself over here. Um, I, I, I'm, and girl, I know, I know your heart is hurting while you read that thing. I can, I can hear it in your voice. Um, but I definitely don't think that that's socialism. I feel like if anything, that's a dictatorship. That's what the fuck this is. This is my way or the highway and under the banner of a white Christ, I'm going to make you keep whatever it is. And whether it's child trafficking, whether it's incest, whether it's rape, whether it, whatever the fuck is going on with you, don't even matter. Sorry, you got to have that baby. I I'm telling you, all about you. Earth is ghetto podcast. Capitalism is fatal to your mental health. I don't see how. That's a personal, uh, personal opinion. Of course. From your own personal experiences. Um, capitalism has benefited me well on the short time that I've been on this planet and a host of other people too. So I don't see how capitalism itself is, uh, you're responsible for your own health mentally. A lot of people expose themselves or a lot of people allow themselves to be exposed to things that they shouldn't be exposed to. Now, some things you go through because it's just part of life and you got to learn how to deal with that because, you know, that's just something that's out of your control, but I don't see how capitalism is fatal to your mental health. It's it's fatal to the ones who don't have. I'm glad that you have them, but it's it's fatal to the ones that don't have. It's just it's just what it is. People are killing themselves. I, I feel like that's one thing that we're not realizing. People are legitimately killing themselves because the bills are piling up because they cannot pay their rent. Because just like Aaron, working three fucking jobs and still not being able to make it. That's not a lack of hard, uh, that's not a lack of a work ethic. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times when capitalism works for people, it works for people who are able to find that access. That's, that's literally what it is. It's, it's, capitalism is only beneficial if you have money. Capital, if you don't have money, capitalism does not benefit you. And just mm -hmm. so you know, that's most of the country. Capitalism it doesn't costs, benefit them. It costs, it costs more money to be poor than it does to be rich. That's just what it is. Honestly, I grew up with my mom working three, four jobs, yo. 16 hours a day, five, six days a week. She was barely standing. Like, this is not about, th those kind of things will fuck with your mental health. That's crazy. Those kind People of things will like, fuck with your mental health. And it's funny because it's so bad. Like Stockholm Syndrome is so bad that people mm. who are pro, people who are pro-capitalism be the main ones saying, oh my God, I'm just so exhausted. Oh my God, I'm so tired. They come home from work. They are exhausted. And these be the right. main ones defending defending the idea of capitalism so bad people are working 80 hours a week and still can't pay bills but that's because in this country we, we have romanticized labor that's because that's that's really what it is like i when i tell my mom like listen i'm not getting two and three jobs i'm only going to have one job and i'm just going to do my best to find a job that can pay for everything because i'm not doing this shit no more i'm fucking tired I'm it's tired. There's almost no quality of life. The fuck? Come on, man. And let's not even. And I get shouldn't into have it. to fight for that. Let's not even get into the conversation 
this that girl I feel is gonna piss a lot of people off about is it even natural for humans to work in the first place on this floating mm. rock that we on this floating rock that we have more than enough resources. Why do some people have more resources than others? Well, we know why, but it's like, come on. I mean, literally, we're like fighting for the 1% to be the 1%. And it doesn't make any sense to me, especially when the rest of the 99, a lot of that is suffering. Like, why are we still, why are we still celebrating people on the Forbes list? Why are we still celebrating billionaires? Uh, are you getting a piece? Are you getting a piece of the cut? Like, I'm confused. I'm not celebrating Black capitalism. I'm not celebrating Jay-Z and... Uh, Kanye West and people, black capitalism, capitalism, black capitalism is not going to save black people. You can't use the white man's tactic and think that that's going to save black people. It's just not going to work. So this whole black billionaires matter. And it's a high chance that none of our asses on this app is going to be a millionaire or billionaire. Get rid of that archaic American dream shit that you're going to become a millionaire one day. That's not how this system works. We can't all be millionaires. You have to have people at the bottom so that people at the top can stay on the top. That's literally how it works. And that's how, and they, they wanted to continue to, to working that way for the bottom to stay on the bottom and the top to stay on the top. And what's even worse is that we have delusioned the people on the bottom that they have a chance to be at the top. And they say, hey, guess what? I showed you a black person with money. You can do it too one day. So when I hear these privileged ass, Kim Kardashian dumbass talking about people just don't want to go to work anymore. These same people that you were talking down on are poor people buying your shit. You would not be Bruh. where you are if it wasn't for poor people. These people that are at your concerts in the middle of a pandemic or poor people giving you their money. Bruh. Bruh. So stop Listen. with this whole, this illusion that if you work hard, you can be a millionaire too. No, that's not how that shit works. The system wasn't designed that way. Bruh. I mean, it's just the truth. And I feel like we're just lying to ourselves at this point. Uh, Vladimir. What's crazy about the economy and financial shit and being able to survive is that a lot of these rich billionaires are raising their prices on all of their products and all kinds of shit because they're butt hurt about them having to raise minimum wage and having to pay more in wages and all this other shit. That's a lot of what's going on right now. It's like some kind of fucking financial inertia or something. It's crazy. Bro. Bro. You know what's so funny? So my mom works at um, a nursing home and um, and she's a nurse. And uh, I remember walking into this nursing home and I'm not going to lie, this place looked dilapidated and depressing. People don't want to go downstairs to use the microwave because of the spiders and there's a heating problem, all kinds of shit. Then all of a sudden, my mom finds out that that place generates eight, sorry, yeah, $8 million a year. And that was in their first years. Now they're making almost a million a month. And the people in that nursing home are literally in those conditions. They don't give a fuck. Like, stop telling me, like, I, I don't know, man. I feel like when people, like, are praising capitalism, it's just, like, they just, they have blinders on, man. Like, they don't see everybody else that's not able to, they're just like, oh, bootstraps, get your shit together. That's not. I'm so, <laughs> I get so sick of hearing that whole, like, it's like when white folks tell black folks, well, just pick yourselves up by a bootstrap. Meanwhile, they're not realizing that they're taking those same shoestrings from those boots and hanging our ass with it from this damn system. 
bruh. It's, I really don't know what, like how I'm supposed to go ahead and champion something that even if you put blackface on, it still hurts black and brown people. Like, Girl, that's just what that's, it is. I'm like, not I'm interested in, um, like, that's why when I do, like, I still support black businesses. Like, but I do my research on it to make sure that they're not exploiting people. Yeah. Yeah, that was a thing that I was really bad at. I would just buy from the black business and I wouldn't look up the company. I wouldn't look up the history. I wouldn't look up what they did. And I realized that for a lot of, especially any special occasions or stuff like that, I'm looking for black businesses to buy from. If I feel like I'm going to do something really fly, I'm looking for black businesses. But it sucks that we have to sit there and do the research, but that's a fact we really do because you really could be supporting somebody who is hurting hurting oppressed people. That's just or, what it is. Or even that some black business still have white people at the top of their business. BET. So that's why I always do my research. I'm just over it. I, this whole, oh, work hard and they chose to be homeless and that's where they at. You had the Super Bowl, when the Super Bowl happened, it was four, they raised $14.6 billion. The cheapest ticket to get to the Super Bowl was $6,000. And the second state, the second most, like, when it came to, like, people, amount of people who are homeless, California, I'm not trying to, they had to, like, move their ass out the way so that they could have this fucking yeah. Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, uh, 100%. And I don't know if people know, but, um, like, say, in New York, there's a huge, there's a lot of homeless people. In the winter, they literally will buy them a bus ticket to come down to Florida. They will literally send them a bus ticket to go down to Florida. Not a place to stay, not food, not nothing. They just don't want to have to go and scrape up your frozen body off of sidewalks. So, Mr. with this whole, well, where are we going to get the money from for these socialists? You have the fucking money. Once again, they put so much fucking money into the Pentagon. But you want to sit here and say that you can't pay for everyone to get a free education, which is only $80 billion, But you will put $700 billion to the Pentagon. Get the fuck out of my face. You pick and choose right. who you care about. And that's just the truth because we've seen other countries do it and still have a military. They're, 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 like, come on, man. Like, they just don't give when a fuck. Like, that's what keep, they, oh. I was going to say, that's, they keep pushing this, like, Biden's dumbass keep putting, keeps pushing the date for the student loans because people ain't paying this shit. We are not paying your fucking loans, Joe, because we know that you have the fucking money. Joe's a crock of shit. he's such a crock of shit (laughs) healing move I'm over here wondering like how the hell are they going to deal with someone that where their baby just miscarries you know like how are they going to approach that are they going to have to investigate that like literally create a division in the police where they investigate whether or not it's a true miscarriage or if she did something to make herself miscarry. Uh, I didn't even think of that. Ooh, ooh, child. That new bill that was passed um, does not represent socialism. What it does represent is an anti-democratic society. We're, we're losing rights left and right in this country. Uh, I, I 100% agreed. Um Damn, we we are trying Roe versus Wade, all, like all of these bills that are happening. We are really witnessing the the start of something really dark. 
guys. I want you all to really know. So this is why I say do whatever the fuck you want because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Do whatever the fuck you want. Don't hurt nobody, but do whatever the fuck you want. And uh, because this is about um, to get real fucking serious. Texas did something else for uh, that hurts trans people as well. I I need to look that up some more from detail. But what kills me is like when laws like this, like when LGBT, when anti-LGBT laws are passed and I'm seeing like a lot of black people in the comments say, oh my, yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what, the, they ain't ready for that and the kids and that's, they should have been done that. Okay, well, since we'll keep going backwards, when we get back to the Jim Crow era, you remember what the fuck you said. Bruh. I, mm. it, I don't know where, what's, I really don't know what's really going to be next for us because every day a new bill is coming out, taking more rights away in different states. And it's like, they're starting in the South. Don't think they're not coming where you're at. That's what I really want to get across. It's happening in these Southern states where like all these backwater states because they're just ignorant, blah, blah, blah. They're trying to come to a hometown near you. That's the goal. I want everybody to know that. Oh my God, Jesus. You are correct, darling. It is a dictatorship. I stand corrected. It's 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 a hundred percent like because this this is very like nobody heard of Mussolini, Hitler, nobody no 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 <laughs> like this is the beginning of something really fucking disgusting. Again, Handmaid's Tale. I want to do a watch along with y'all. I feel like that shit would be so much fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because, but but I I think I'll be too much. Um, lovey. So let me get this straight. So you guys are saying that as of today, now I live in California. I have a daughter uh, who's a teacher. Um, she doesn't have any kids. So I'm just really curious about this. So you mean to tell me any abortion is illegal in California as well? Um, no, not California. I, I'm just curious. I just want to make sure I'm passing on good information to my daughter. Uh, she's no, in her um, 30s. She don't have any children. But not that she would get rid of anything because I am I want a grandchild. But I'm just like, wow, wait a minute. So we have come to this now. Just want to know if it's completely true. I just want to make sure that I'm not listening to something and not getting it. The bill that we're talking about was passed in Missouri. There are several, we call them heartbeat bills. Um, because they're all talking about like, you know, they have it in Alabama, they have it now in Missouri, they have it in Texas. Uh, basically, I think it's after six weeks, or if you're just pregnant, or, Jesus, but you basically will go to jail if you have an abortion, 10 to 30 years. And it's a felony, but this is in Missouri specifically that we're talking about. But yeah. this is why like I'm anything, saying California it's, became it's like trying to spread. Yeah. California became like a safe haven so that people can travel to California to have an abortion. But I don't think that's going to last long either. They're trying to, uh, <laughs> it's going to work as well. Yeah, no, there. because in Missouri, they said out of state um, um, abortions are also illegal. So basically, if you go to California and you go have an abortion, you better move. You can't go back there. You're going to go to jail. 
Because if they find out you had an abortion in another state and you're still in Missouri, you're going to go to jail. And it's from 10 to 30 years. No, right now, California is a safe haven, but they're trying to stop it from being a safe haven with laws like that. Okay. Now we're going to go ahead and switch gears a little bit, just one more time. So me and Aaron have been having this conversation lately because, you know, we have this continuous battle with the manosphere. <laughs> we have this continual battle with men with microphones, the patriarchy, uh, a lot of the, the cishetness <laughs> that be going around on all these apps. And you know what was so funny? Um, I want to actually play um, a video. And it's something that I've actually been thinking about for a long time. Because it's like, I realized that when men get the chance to actually speak about their problems, they have their own platform. They don't do that with their platform. They don't talk about what hurts men or what we can do to fix it or any of those things. And I thought it was really interesting. What I think is so funny about the rise of all these male podcasts is how clear it makes that men do not actually care about solving their own problems. Like anytime women bring up our own oppression, men are so quick to be like, men go through this too. Men are also being oppressed. Look at male suicide rates. But literally when you give them the platform to be able to talk about these issues on their own, separate from the context of female oppression, they never do it. The same men who are like, nobody talks about what men go through have literally created podcasts that just center on hating on women or debating female oppression instead of just uplifting men and talking about their own issues within their own community. Like men on these podcasts would rather bring up these outlandish hypotheticals. For example, one I saw was like, if you have 100,000 men versus 100,000 women, who are you sending to war? And using this as a gotcha to prove like all the things that men have to face instead of just talking about the real shit that men actually have to face. Like y'all could be having an honest conversation how especially poor men of color are preyed on in terms of the military, but instead you'd rather make up this hypothetical and talk about nothing. Like instead of hating on women who have came out during the Me Too movement, you could be uplifting men who have as well. Like instead of hating on women who don't go for nice guys and only go for bad guys, you could be having real and honest conversations about what is seen as masculine within mainstream society and your own personal struggles with that. But y'all are too focused blaming everything on women and hating them that you're really hindering yourselves and hindering your community. The problem is that so many men are mad that their inner feelings and inner struggles are not represented anywhere, but then are so completely unwilling to talk about them and place that expectation on women because we openly talk about our oppression. And then they're out here using their platforms to try to spread some knowledge, to try to assert some dominance and some control, instead of having an honest conversation about why they feel so out of control to begin with and what makes them reach for control so much. Hmm. Thought that was a gem. Thought that was a gem. Um, what is your reaction with that? Girl, you already know. I agree. I hear it all the time on this fucking app. I I and I and I think that it's quite the hypocrisy because they only bring up their what they go through when women are talking about how we feel oppressed. That's the only time where they're like, well, me too. Well, me too. Well, then why weren't you fighting with me? 
<laughs> right. But, but like, 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 why, why, why aren't you fighting with me instead of fighting with me? That doesn't make any sense. Like, my God, man, like when we talk about the whole like Me Too movement or what have you, do you know how many men have been abused but will never utter a word? They need voices too, guys. This is why I say the patriarchy hurts men too. That hyper-masculine shit that you have to, especially black men, that hyper-masculine shit that y'all have to go through on a regular basis. Do you think that is that it is that I it's lost on me how much fucking pressure that is? Do you think that it's lost on me that I know that black men are killing themselves at alarmingly high fucking rates? because of depression they refuse to tell anybody about? Come on, man. I also You're want, hurting yourself here. I also want black men to realize that patriarchy actually wasn't meant for black men, it was meant for white men, because a lot of these black men are using the white man's tactics, which is causing even more division in the black community. I heard on the panel the other day, it was a group of black men and one black woman on the panel, and these black men were saying, you need to know your place, and you need to hush, and when you're supposed to be quiet and that's why we can't get us like you're using the same tactics of white patriarchy. white patriarchy is white it's not like i want black men to understand that it's a european export just like homophobia it's a european export patriarchy i'm sorry that's we were a matriarchal society that's why i said man if i could go back in time I would just go to, I would just be like, just put me back where I was supposed to be, please. <laughs> like. I had to like, I told you about the time someone was talking about, um, yeah, black LGBT people, they are part of the community, but they, but they not a part of the culture. I'm like, actually, if you know your history, <laughs> if you know your history, being queer right. is hella black. Uh, before we was colonized, we was hella queer and, he and hella gender fluid. And the gods that they worship before the Christian God, the gods that they worship were androgynous as well. Like, it's so sad that the that the manosphere, that the all of these podcasts that are coming up, I notice that nothing that they have to say is actually helpful to themselves or helpful to other men. And it's like, because men are really going through a lot of shit that no one's talking about at all. And then when you get the platform and you get the microphone, all you want to talk about is how shitty women are. Yeah. Uh, there's so many messages in here. I'm just wanting to go and check one. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Cause, and I'm sorry for anybody we can't get to. We only got 15 minutes left. I'm so sorry. You know, the part that really, really scares the living shit out of me is the fact that um, all of these people that were like, crying about the most minuscule things like oh my goodness i have to wear a mask and cover half of my ugly ass face i can't stand wearing a mask because my breath stinks really bad and i don't want to tell anybody that's the part of the reason why i'm making a big deal about having to fucking wear a mask yeah all of those people who are crying about the little stupidest shit like that saying that they oh the government's going to take away this and take away that because it all starts with the masks and shit no that's the small scale the big scale is that Behind the scenes, they were taking voter, they were changing voter laws and all kinds of shit. Why? Because of power. Because one party's putting their party before the country.
I'm not going to go into specifics of who, but that's basically what it is. Bigger picture, we're fucked. We are fucked. Black people. (laughs) Black people in the audience. Neither party is made for you. The two-party system was not made for black people. I'm going to keep saying that. I'm going to keep in mind. Democrat or Republican, they don't give a fuck about you. And what do you say is the difference between Republicans and Democrats? Republicans will spit in your face. Democrats will spit in your food. I don't want to spit, period. Unless we're talking about some other ways. But no, <laughs> you, uh, you're not going to do that. I don't, this whole lesser of the two white supremacists, I'm not with that. Yeah, we, we are anti-non-consensual saliva. Don't <laughs> <laughs> that, that is that is 100% where we're at right now. Um, and it's so funny because people, you know, have assumed that I am a Democrat. And um, that's just not the case. Sydney knows, like, <laughs> because people think when I'm people think when I'm talking about Trump, oh, you must like Joe Biden. They want to talk about Joe Biden. Oh, so what you like Trump? Like, they really like it's more than just the two people, you know. Bro, do you know how we, it's so sick that no matter what, we'll make it a binary system, whether it's man or woman, Republican or Democrat, like we will know no matter what, we feel like there's, there's just no balance. There's no in between for people who are just like, yeah, you both suck. It's like people, be, oh, you talking about uh, Trump, you must be a liberal, not realizing that the city knows this. I drive the fuck out of liberals all the time. <laughs> yeah. Because 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 they could be like really fucked up and underhanded and usually behind the scenes. But I love what Vladimir said. Everybody's talking about masks and shit while behind the scenes, they're changing all kinds of laws. And it's like smoke and mirrors, baby. Smoke and mirrors. Like, I remember I'll I'll never uh, forget. I remember anybody remember when Paula Dean, like the whole thing came out that she said the word nigger. And I was just like, bro, it's a 60 year old white lady from Georgia. Why is this on the Today Show? Right. I, like I'm trying to figure out why it's so why, why is it everywhere? Like, like, it was everywhere. It was all over the news every day. I'm trying to figure out this really can't be what it is. And I decided, you know what? Let me go look up some of the world news at the time. Come to find out 850 people escaped from Guantanamo Bay. That same week. So every time I see something that is just saturating the news, it makes me look to other stuff so I can see what else is really going on. What are they, do they not actually want yeah, to Yeah, I was, when I heard about that Paula Dean thing, I was like, girl, that's not news. Like, and I'm pretty sure she would consider a liberal as well. But uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. Like this doesn't, th- these binary systems are not for us. And the fact that people will force you to choose a side, like I, like I said, I voted for Biden because Velveeta Voldemort was becoming too strong. Okay. That's just really what it was. Um, but usually when it is between two people who I fucking hate, like when it was between like Clinton and Trump, I was like, I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> I was like, I was like, y'all both are fucked up. One is privatized prison and the other one's fucking him. So <laughs> Bro, let's start from the bottom. I'm just gonna start from the bottom. And that's why I mess with y'all, Aaron is saying, is because y'all definitely understand what what's actually going on and the bullshit that they they serve us. If they are look how the news cycle has changed. We ain't talking about the bear flu no more. Uh, New New Mm. York is trying to figure out a way to 
um, get out of uh, all this COVID forced vaccine that made people flee, that they forced people to get because uh, so they can keep their jobs. Yep. Uh, if they doing, if they focusing on one thing, look everywhere else. Shout out to y'all for that. Here 100%. Neither party doesn't give a fuck about us. You're right, man. <laughs> I learned that. I learned that over just paying attention to all this shit that's been going on all, all these years, man. Yep. It's very much, uh, very much guillotines for everybody in Congress at this point. I'm not interested in um, vote black and identity. Po- oh, my God. We got a black woman in the office. We got a black Supreme Court. I'm like, she is very pro-police. I did my research on her, by the way. Oh, the new person who that, that he just uh, that Biden just put into Congress, the black yeah. one that came into Congress. Mm. Girl, how how good is black representation if it repre- represents the worst of us? I'm not interested how- in us when people say, "Well, you had your black president, and you have this people, you have a person in Congress that's black." I'm not interested in associating myself. I'm not interested in seeing myself like as an agent of white supremacy, like seeing myself in a in this government being represented as an agent of white supremacy. The government is that. I'm not, that shit don't mean shit to me. And Obama was just a fucking puppet, yo. He was just a face. And by the way, I don't feel like everybody's like, oh yes, I'm so glad you, y'all had a black president. Did y'all, you guys didn't realize how racist those eight years were? You, 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 you forgot? And what's worst is, is that Obama wasn't doing anything for black folks, definitely not black queer folks, um, but he wasn't doing anything for black folks. Like, I remember when he went to um, the Flint, Michigan after the water crisis, and he was trying to basically say, oh, the water's clean, and it was not. And he literally pretended to take a sip of the water on camera. And we all saw that that water went fucking nowhere, because that nigga's not stupid and he don't want to (laughs) die. He even like, like even in the even in the book that he wrote, he even said that he felt himself becoming more corrupt because of the system that he was a part of. Uh, oh, and and it showed, which and is it why he showed. he he was uh, a puppet. Dropped so many fucking bombs on black and brown countries because again the system it corrupted the fuck out of his ass. Bro, he dropped. Listen, we're not even gonna talk about that. No, just this so is quick. The- that's the thing, y'all so quick to turn out a black man, and y'all just be y'all just mad because y'all. Girl, I'm not trying to hear that. I'm calling a spade a spade. Identity politics will not save us. I, I'm sorry to, uh, I'm not this whole positivity old kumbaya. I'm girl. I'm calling it for what it is. Like we can't go ahead and like burst your bubble. Do you, you you know what I'm saying? I hate to I hate to be the person to like snap you back to reality, bro, but. This is disgusting. We got people complaining about having to wear masks and uh, take vaccines, and we're arguing over that shit. Arguing over some of the most menial shit you got out there while they're passing all these laws, taking all of our fucking rights away. But this is what we want to talk about. That's what we're going to, to take the vaccine or not take the vaccine. Th- those are the conversations that, 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 that people want to have instead of just like, hey, did you know that you can go to jail um, if you are, were humanly trafficked and raped and you decide to have an abortion, you know you can get 10 to 30 years in prison in Missouri? That should be something that's a whole lot more serious. Just saying. Go ahead. Chris. Hey guys, uh, see the topic, patriarchy hurts men too. 
Yes, yes, my wife and I talk about it all, all the time. Well, actually, not patriarchy. We talk about misogyny. Uh, misogyny hurts men, too. Um, I, I don't know if there's, like, a healthy patriarchy. Uh, it would be nice yeah. if, if we could see something like that. Really, I, I cling on the Bible being a healthy one, but the thing is that the Bible is, is framed in this oppressive way. Uh, so, you know, let me not even put that on the table. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I... I'm not a fan of modern-day patriarchy. Uh, it seems that that the the head of the households, the leaders, they they're all anxious and afraid that they're not, I don't know, sufficient enough. Uh, that they're not going to be able to leave behind a legacy, and that people are holding them back, or some something like that. Yep, I hear I- all t- this whole like people holding them back. Patriarchy has done, like, I want to say so much bad in the black community to where black men, straight black men, would tell me that since I am gay, that I am holding them back and that I'm not really a part of the culture. And you wonder why there's so much division in the black community because you don't see black, you think being LGBT is a white thing. And if you did your history, you would know it absolutely is not. But another but another thing that I, I want to point out is that they are really afraid because they're all going through this internal imposter syndrome. So whenever a woman or uh, somebody who's not them, basically, um, is at their level or just as strong or just as capable or what have you, they have to come out in all of these violent ways like they do in Congress. Like they're literally trying to kill people right now. Like they want us. Like they're trying to force gay people to go back in the closet. They're trying to. Like if you are tra- like, did you realize that if you do any kind of uh, gender affirming care, which includes just buying clothes for your child, if somebody finds out about it, they can take your kids away. So we're just putting uh, we're putting kids that don't even need to be in CPS and CPS at this point. Pro life though, right? Pro-life? And I just also want to say, again, this is a Black queer podcast. This is uh, because, again, Black queer people are not being like, when it comes to many topics, we're not included in the conversation. Yes, if you're white, you can listen to it, educate yourself, sure. Yes, if you're straight Black, you can listen to this as well, definitely, as anything, because, hey, we're Black folks and listen to our experience. Uh But I, I have to keep saying this to, like, the hoteps or Hebrew Israelites or whoever on this app that black LGBT folks do not get the privileges that the white LGBT community does. Do not. If so, if you're going to drag white supremacy within that, then drag that, but don't include us as if we're getting a piece of the privileges. It's a whole different experience, whole different culture, whole different journey of being black and gay. And a lot of civil rights activists were black and queer, but again, erasure, they didn't want to talk about that. No, and they were never going to talk about that because that would make them less of a leader. This is why I say the masculinity thing is not real because that shit is so fragile. Anything can happen and then all of a sudden it's taken away and you got to fight and struggle for it. If, if, if it's that serious, it was never real to begin with. Yep. That, you know, if, if, if your masculinity is threatened, you never had it to begin with. Like, let's just be honest. And like, again... If you claim to be pro-black, you need to be pro-black, like pro-black all black people, not just straight black men. You can't have this whole type ideology. I'm sorry. It's just, it's just, it doesn't work for us as black people. It divides us as black people. And whenever you enter an ideology that separates us, you should really see a problem with that. 
when something tells you you gotta hate this group of people that look like you because baby i tell i hear it all the time on this app from like people saying oh my god the government is trying to emasculate the black man and the government and the white man is trying to break up the nuclear black family and all these other things and black gay men is the reason it's the downfall for the black community i'm hearing all this dumbass shit <laughs> bro uh, listen listen uh vladimir yeah the new scotus is pro-police because probably because biden is also pro-police that's why he picked her he think he's slick oh i'm gonna pick a black woman who's pro-police he's a fucking asshole man and that's, <laughs> yeah, that's the things and i feel like biden, biden is far right than more right than we like to think that he is when it comes to left versus right but oh, again bro. the liberals thought they could push him left obviously that's not working so the liberals who just really want to understand what the niggers are going through, mm. this is what this is the results you get. Yeah, you get Biden. Just <laughs> being real. Uh, Did any of y'all get it vaccinated? I didn't get vaccinated. I got vaccinated. I did. <laughs> yeah, I was. I had relatives. Um, my aunt and uncle passed away from it. Um, a lot of people were dropping like flies around me. That shit got very, very, very fucking scary. And I thought to I work myself... At the, I work at the hospital, so I, they, they made us do that shit. And I said, girl, y'all pay me $20 an hour. I guess I'll go ahead and get this damn shit. But <laughs> listen, listen, but I was honestly thinking to myself, black women are not listened to in hospitals already. We're already dying in hospitals. And now we're going to be in a place that maybe we can't breathe. And they think we're just being theatrical and we just fucking die. So I just thought to myself, I'm going to give myself the best chances. And that's just what it is. Hey, listen, it's a personal choice. Do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> like, that's how I feel. I don't care. Go ahead and play another one if you want. Oh, shit. No, it's time. You know, oh, my God, again, I'm going to say this again. He said men are going through a lot of shit that no one is talking about. Absolute. Absolute. Men are talking. That's the funny yeah, thing. That's it's a, it's sad when people use their podcast to push their, to push their agenda. You know, I meet up with a group of men every single week. It's just men, and we open up and we're transparent about the issues that we're dealing with mentally. But we also are connected to professionals that can help us. See, there's a lot more going on than you know. It's just not being publicized, okay? Because it's not about being public. Normally, in, in, in those environments where men open up, it's in private settings, safe environments. And this is every week where I'm at. And this is one of many, so. Well, I need men to start talking. <laughs> but anyway, um, I need them to start talking out loud and not just to each other because... I, I don't see any of these people on podcasts being taken to task by other black men. I just don't see it. But anyway, we actually got to get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. I'm late to go log into work, y'all. I was fucking with y'all and I couldn't even. Bruh, I'm, my head is gone. All right. Anyway, love you guys so much. Thank you so much for all of the engagement. This is the Earth is Ghetto podcast and Aaron's going to take us out. Yes, this is the Earth is Ghetto podcast. Thank you, everyone who is listening. You can follow me and Sydney on Instagram, which is in our bio. And Earth is Ghetto podcast is on Spotify now. So you can listen to our episodes there uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. 
And you can follow our Earth is Ghetto podcast Instagram page, which is Earth underscore is underscore ghetto underscore. All right, niggas and friends, we'll see you hoes Monday. Bye, bitches. Bye.